Morning and welcome to worship this morning. Glad to see you all here. Welcome to uh, a couple of critical weeks, Passover and Holy Week. Twins that share all manner of uh, incredibly deep uh, occasions with the presence of God. This week, uh, these weeks for these two communities where uh, passion and purpose, where both faith and feasting and fasting exist, and we are delighted uh, to engage this in so many ways. Bless you as you engage Holy Week and Passover. On Monday of this week, I had the opportunity to introduce to the whole of uh, the CLU community our newest colleague, Anna Torres Zeb. Anna will be the coordinator of Muslim Life, uh, working out of the Office of Campus Ministry. She's not with us this day, though she would want to be. She had to teach a couple of things. She lives all the way out in Claremont, so this is a huge commitment to get here on a regular basis. Um, as you can imagine, Southern California traffic does its best in so many ways. Uh, I, I, at the end of the introduction, I said, just leave her alone for three days, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, uh, because we had her all over campus meeting uh, and engaging in certain ways. Well, it's Thursday. Uh, so we take the gloves off the calendar and say, if you want to contact her, you can find her on the uh, Cal Lutheran uh, uh, email uh, sequence and engage her. She's a delightful individual, so she will welcome your uh, um, invitation to sit and visit and wonder with her about how this ministry out of this office uh, will continue to deliver in so many new and different ways. Thank you all for being here as well. Uh, Bishop Guy Irwin uh, preaching for us, with us, to us this morning. Thank you. Ryan for reading, singing, playing, Let's stand as we worship. To be known and loved by God is both mystery and majesty. To imagine that the God of the cosmos considers the paths we take, the words we use, and the compassion we express as we live into our faith is pure wonder. To live among God's community, embraced by God, is in one word, awesome. Together we worship. Amen. How excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. You satisfy the hungers of our hearts. You tend those things broken by our daily living. Your word speaks to us. Let us pray. Holy and life-giving God, from the rising of the sun to its setting, your name is to be praised. From the shade of the tallest tree, to the taste of life-giving water, your name is to be praised. 
that you know us and love us. Your name inspires praise. Amen. You may be seated. Today's reading is from the Gospel according to St. John, beginning in chapter 13, verses 12 through 17 and 34 through 35. After Jesus had washed the disciples' feet, had put on his robe, and had returned to the table, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right, for this is what I am. So if I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have set you an example that you also should do as I have done to you. Very truly I tell you, servants are not greater than their master, nor are messengers greater than the one who sent them. If you know these things, you are blessed if you do them. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Here ends the reading. Grace and peace from God our Creator and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. In the middle of their last meal together, Jesus stood up, tied a towel around himself, and proceeded to wash the disciples' feet. You didn't hear the whole story just now. Let me say, it took some persuading for him to let them to get them to let him do it. It seemed inappropriate and odd to them that he would want to wash their feet. And it must have also seemed very strange to them that he wanted to do it right then, when dinner had already been going on for a while. But Jesus insists. He cajoles, he even threatens mildly in order to get them to submit to his embarrassing whim. And then his followers, led by the impetuous Peter, eventually go along with Jesus. They humor him and allow him to carry, act, carry out this act of humility and self-giving service. Of course, Jesus is not concerned, ultimately, with how clean the disciples' feet are. His point was to take them out of their comfort zone to model for them a kind of act that would not come naturally to them. It never would have occurred to them to debase themselves for each other as he was doing it for them just then. And in his apparent lack of decorum, Jesus was telling them that true discipleship Truly being his followers meant breaking the bounds of etiquette, going beyond the normal, to show love for one another. It's not about foot care. It's about love and service, about 
carrying forward the love Jesus showed the world. It's about a level of caring for each other that shakes up our assumptions about the roles that we think we are expected to play in the world around us. When later in the same meal, Jesus takes bread and wine and blesses and shares it, he does something similar. He's not feeding the disciples dinner. They've already eaten. He does this to tell them that he will always be with them when they do it, when they do it remembering him. It's not about bread and wine or even eating and drinking as much as it is about Jesus living on in their sharing and in their believing and in their eating and their serving. Again, Jesus takes the disciples to a new place and helps them see ordinary things in a new light. This is what makes the Christian remembering of these last days of Jesus so important. As we move from today's complicated dinner party through Jesus' anguish in the garden, his arrest and imprisonment on flimsy charges, his rushed execution, and his unceremonious burial. And finally, to the women at the empty tomb. We are not just remembering or celebrating another anniversary two millennia later of something wonderful that happened long ago. No, that's not what we're doing. We Christians do what we do this week because in doing it, we are reconnected to the story as Jesus wants us to be. We might happen to feel some cold water on our feet. We might taste a bit of wine and bread. But what happens is much more than that. We are invited back into the story that is not just Jesus' story, but our story too. A story that doesn't end. And in doing what Jesus asks of us, loving God and serving our neighbor, each of us writes new chapters to this story every day. In living and loving and sharing, we experience God in one another. When we give, when we serve, when we care, sometimes even when we fight and challenge power, for the sake of others. Then we are living the lives Jesus meant for us to live. And Jesus lives with us and within us. Jesus calls us here to see old things with new eyes, to understand old truths with living hearts, and to see how clearly God is calling us to care for each other. Amen. God, source of all life, we give thanks to the miracle of life. 
have called us in many voices and languages to love and respect each other. You have sent us companions and teachers and guides to teach us humbleness and care. You have commended us moral life. May it will be your will that we hear and obey your teaching, that your word will be our, our guiding light in our daily lives. Amen. <laughs>